We are Pod Jerky, two Canadian buddies serving up multi-flavored audio jerky in every episode. If you like good times, strong coffee, maple syrup, swamp donkeys, hockey, the outdoors, common sense, dogs, conspiracy theories, sports, and life in general, then subscribe and follow our podcast and check out our social media channel at Pod Jerky. Pod Jerky, make it a double. Some of the topics discussed on Blackbird, an advocacy podcast, may be difficult to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of Blackbird. Hello. I am Sarah, your host, and I am here with my co-host, Dan, and my other co-host, Chandler. Hello. I'm Chandler. (laughs) Chandler's very excited that we're recording right now for some strange reason. Very excited. Yes. So we made it to 31. Yay. That's exciting. I don't think there's a lot that we have to cover. Um, I do want to remind everybody that we have our podcast convention happening December 4th through 6th. So that is a little over two weeks away, which is crazy. Um... Over 40 podcasts will be going live via our Facebook group. So if you want to watch that, you have to join the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash podvcom, P-O-D-V-C-O-M-M. And again, that is December 4th through 6th. And Dan and I will be doing our live show that Friday night, December 4th. I believe we're at 9 p.m. Eastern, but I can't be 100% sure, but I think that's what we are. But you can see the schedule if you go to the group. Any business that you would like to talk about? Um, Q3 actuarials are looking terrible. (laughs) And the bathrooms need to be cleaned. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks. And, uh, The East Indies shipments are on time, believe it or not. Perfect. I know, it's crazy. Just just what we need. Lost three ships last hurricane season. Yeah, that's... That's the end of new business, though. Okay, good. Good to know. All right, so um, since we're done with new business, I guess we'll get on with the case. At 17 years old, Crystal Kaiser was arrested for the murder of Randall Villar III. On June 5th, 2018, Crystal shot Villar twice, set his house ablaze, and left in his vehicle. She was arrested and was awaiting trial at Kenosha County Detention Facility in Wisconsin on charges of first-degree murder, use of a dangerous weapon, as well as four other felonies. But, you see, Crystal's circumstances led her to kill It is an unfortunate consequence of what she had been through. A life that Crystal had no other way of escaping. Crystal's defense team contends that Randall Villar III 
had been sex trafficking Crystal since she was 16 years old, and that she acted in self-defense against a man who had brutalized her for far too long. Crystal met 34-year-old Villar on Backpage when she was just 16 years old. A friend of hers referred the website to her as a means to make money for food and notebooks for school. Villar was the first person she encountered when she joined the website. She began living with him and says he had begun sexually abusing her frequently and would sometimes even videotape the abuse. She also says he began trafficking her on Backpage, but like all other traffickers, took the money she was paid. It's messed up, man. Yes. I don't understand how people can do stuff like that. I don't. Like, I get the impulse towards, like, sex and violence, because we're all just stupid monkeys. But, like, there's supposed to be a part of your brain that tells you no. Correct. Yes. Um, what struck me the most was the fact that a 16-year-old had to revert to sex work to get money to buy notebooks for school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you know, it's just an effed up world, man. Yes. It's just an effed up world. And this is how so many of these young women get caught up in these lives because the economy in in you know they live in poverty and they have no other means of of getting to where they want to go and we see all the time that you know they they work their way through school or something and i'm not even talking about like stripping or you know working in a club or something like that i mean like on the street sex work where they're selling their bodies for sex, literal sex, not just a lap dance, not just a dance on stage, to feed their children or or get through a trade school so that they can get a real job. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. like, what went so wrong in their communities that this is how they have to work to meet ends meet? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's wealth and equity. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Really sad. And she's 16 years old. She meets this 34-year-old who then has her live with him and then begins abusing her and then trafficking her. And she shoots him, kills him, and is arrested for the crime. Right. Now, we'll get into it in a little bit, but um, here on Long Island... If somebody is caught committing a crime while being trafficked, they are not charged with said crime because the prosecutors here feel like they were essentially coerced into doing whatever that crime was because of the life that they're living at that time because trafficking is so traumatic. And like I said, we will get into a little bit of that in Wisconsin law, because they do also have something similar to that. So the fact that she was charged with first degree murder for killing somebody that she alleges was trafficking her for a year is absurd. 
Yeah, completely ridiculous. Like, I get it that you have to be arrested right off the bat. Right. Because they technically don't know exactly what happened there. Correct. So they have to detain everybody that's involved and get to the truth of the matter. But, yeah, to be charged with first-degree murder, like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Exactly. That's ridiculous. You exactly. full well know what happened. Any rookie cop that walks into that room knows exactly what's going on right away. So... And as as I tell you more about this case, too, you're just your mind's just going to be like, what the fuck? Everything is just going to be like, uh, what? Huh? Like, you're you're not going to have it's 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 beyond. So we'll get into a little more here. Crystal was incarcerated at the Kenosha County Detention Facility where bail was set at $1 million for a 17-year-old girl. Yes. If convicted of first-degree murder, she will be sentenced to life imprisonment, which is mandatory under Wisconsin law. The prosecutor on the case claims the murder had been premeditated, thus warranting the first-degree charge. They claim she had planned to steal Villar's vehicle and that she downloaded a police scanner app the day of the shooting. However, Crystal and her defense team say she killed Villar in self-defense. She says he had her pinned down and was attempting to sexually assault her when she fought back and ultimately killed him. The defense planned to argue an affirmative defense which allows the defendant to be acquitted of all charges if the crime was committed by someone being trafficked. But in December 2019, the judge on the case ruled that, quote, Crystal did not have access to the affirmative defense law for trafficking victims. Why? They believe that she was not trafficked and that she willingly got into this relationship with this 34-year-old man, and that she planned out his murder. Hmm. Pretty dumb. Can you guess what race she is? Where is this? Wisconsin? Yeah. She's either Hispanic or black. Yep, she's black. She's black, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just trying to gauge in my head what the, what the proportions of right. African-American ethnicities to Hispanic ethnicities were. Right. And I was like, in Wisconsin, I don't think there's a lot of Hispanic people. Yeah, I'm not really sure, actually, what it... Whites and blacks. Yeah. That's pretty much all you get there. Yeah, she's black. Yeah. Um, And I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, the race inequities in a a bit as well. But the piece that strikes me here, too, is the fact that the age of consent in Wisconsin is 18. She was 16. When right. she got into this relationship with this 34-year-old right. man. Right. So automatically, you know, he, he's a sex offender right there. How is he not in the wrong at all? Right. Right. How is she seen as the, the, the perpetrator in this entire situation? Yeah. A 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Who was videotaped being sexually abused. By this man. Right. And like you said, there's evidence that he was trafficking her because there were advertisements on Backpage. Yep. 
So, like, that's literally the evidence Correct. right there, proving Co- that she was being trafficked. Correct. And therefore, the affirmative defense applies. Correct. So, like, I don't know how it's even remotely possible to rule in opposition. So, if they were allowing the affirmative defense, they would drop all charges. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't even go to trial. But they, the judge refuses to allow that defense in and is allowing these formal charges to go forward. That's ridiculous. It's in- extremely ridiculous. Not only does this girl live in 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 a world where she again has to revert to sex work to revert where resort. she has to resort yes <laughs> where she has to resort to sex work in order to pay for notebooks this isn't even textbooks notebooks that cost what a dollar 50 at yeah. target yeah. You go to the dollar store, you're paying 50 cents a dollar. She has to she has to work on Backpage in order to get notebooks for school. Transitioning into now being abused by a 34-year-old who, in the eyes of the law, should know better than a 16-year-old. Then is pulled into trafficking... Then murder someone. That's another traumatic event. And now is being dragged through the mud in a in a media firestorm with judges and defense attorneys or judges and, and district attorneys saying, no, you're absolutely 100% to blame for this entire situation. You got yourself in this situation. That 34-year-old who was having sex with you? Right. Not his fault. Right. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. And this is what is wrong with our society in general. Mm-hmm. Our society allows this to happen, and that is why it is allowed to happen in the court system. If society was like, no, that's not how it works, the court system would... Would have no choice. Generally, right. <sighs> exactly. It's supposed to be a representative body, so... Exactly. So the fact that she has gone through trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma and is being so failed by the system that's supposed to be helping her, especially as a trafficking victim, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it is believable, though. You know <laughs> I, what I mean? Yeah. I know. It's just ridiculous. It's unfortunate that it's Unnecessary and unfortunate. What a sad society we live in. Yep. It's about man. So to make matters worse, Villar has a history of violence against young women, which could help Crystal's case. He was arrested in 2017 when a 15-year-old girl reported that he had given her drugs and threatened to kill her. He was charged with child enticement, using a computer to facilitate a child sex crime, and second-degree sexual assault of a child. He was released the same day. What? And paid no bail. What? According to the Washington Post, court records also state that there was evidence in police custody that shows Villar had abused multiple underage girls with video evidence of said abuse. 
And records also state that the prosecutor's office had this evidence just 12 days prior to Villar's death, which was three months after his arrest. Wow. Can you guess what race those girls were? Black. Yeah. Yep. So he was arrested for abusing an underage girl. And then there was all this evidence that he had abused other underage girls. And the justice system was like, nah, don't worry about it. Right. They're black. Who Who cares cares? about them? Yep. You can go on your way. You can continue doing this to other girls. Yeah. Wisconsin is where Manitowoc County is, right? Yeah. What that goes on in Wisconsin? I don't what know. What the actual F I goes on in Wisconsin? don't know. Wisconsinites? What do you call when you live in Wisconsinians? Well, first of all, whoever's from Wisconsin, tell us what you're called. Yeah. And then also tell us what is going on in your state. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like what? Like, do you think it's all normal? Or are you like, yeah, this this this, this is effed up? <laughs> yeah, like for real. Because like, does this seem normal to you? It does not seem normal to me. How like these these vast dysfunctions and justice occur. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, it, I'm like I'm literally at a loss for words. Like it's it's another situation where race probably played such a huge role in it, and. Had he actually been formally charged with these with these offenses and brought to trial, he would never have been able to hurt another person. And this case with Crystal never would have happened. Right. And the police... And the prosecutor had evidence in their hands to show that he was doing this to other girls. And yet they're still not saying that Crystal is a victim of his crimes. Right. That's nuts. <clears throat> it seems so obvious to us, but somehow they're just not getting it. I, I don't understand. I don't understand what happens I, it, like, listen, I get it that, like, you need evidence. You can't just be like, okay, we're going to let her go. But you had evidence of his crimes, yet you let him go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's obvious that this isn't a logical situation. No. It's obvious that people aren't acting ethically in this in this case. Not even remotely. So let's not even pretend for a minute that this is about making sense of it it's not it's not it's not <laughs> it's, ab- it's about racism it is so crystal has made national headlines when the washington post covered the story in december of 2019 Alyssa milano and tarana burke of the me too movement also shared crystal's story on social media there was even a petition with approximately 950,000 signatures requesting crystal's release and dismissal of the case And thanks to the help of advocates for her case, Crystal was released on $400,000 bond raised by groups including the Chicago Community Bond Fund, the Milwaukee 
Freedom Fund, Survived and Punished, and the Crystal Kaiser Defense Committee in June of this year. Due to her race, many say that she is seen as a willing participant in trafficking, as there are stereotypes that surround young women of color in sex work. As of now, a trial date has not been set, but we will absolutely keep you updated on this case as news comes in. If you would like to report human trafficking, please contact the Polaris Project at polarisproject.org for a live chat by calling 1-888-373-7888 or by texting BE FREE, all one word, to 233-733. So she's out on bond. No trial date has been set yet. And activists are trying desperately to get this case dismissed for her. Because the absurdity is mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, again, this, this it's obvious what's going on here. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> it's obvious what's going on here. I mean, this was a crazy short episode. We're under 30 minutes, but like I have I I I have no words. Yeah. Like I can't. I don't no, even this, know I how mean, to this express had to, this had to be told. Yes. And and because this is specifically ongoing. Yes. People need to know about this so that maybe they can participate in some way in the in the justice process here because justice is not being served currently. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean go you can go to any one of those um uh funds that I just talked about, those organizations that helped bail her out or bond her out and you know, see how you can possibly help. Or um I'll try to find the petition itself and see if I can link that also if it's still an ongoing petition. Um Although the DA did say the petition is not going to sway them in any way. And uh, they're not dismissing the case based on the community saying to. Right. But say it anyway, because it takes you two seconds. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, 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 I will sign that. I will yeah. find it and I will link it. And I hope that you guys will sign it as well. And um look into the the crystal kaiser defense committee as well specifically um i will try to link that as well because that what that's what seems to be um obviously helping her the most this girl has no money clearly clearly (laughs) you know how how are we society is failing her yeah the justice system is failing her yeah for sure It, it just we need to do better we say this every episode, but we need to do better. Mm-hmm. It's a sick world that we live in when a 16-year-old, 17-year-old is arrested for killing her trafficker and he has he is seen as the victim. Yeah, no, it's completely ridiculous. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Any parting words? No, I think we got them all. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, if you need to reach out to us or you or someone you know has a story that you would like to share on Blackbird, you can always email us at blackbirdadvocacy at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at blackbirdadvocacy. 
You can also find our other social medias as well as all of the podcast platforms that you can find us on at our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Blackbird Advocacy. And as always, the references will be put in the show notes. We hope that you, I don't ever want to say enjoyed this episode because like really you shouldn't enjoy listening to these stories. Right. Mm. We hope you learned Learned something something. (laughs) from this, this episode. And we hope that it maybe helps you become a better person, just become more knowledgeable about things that are happening around you, things that you should look out for, etc. Um, everything we say every episode, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know. So with that, be safe, be aware of your surroundings, and definitely continue, continue to social, to social distance. distance if you can. Exactly, because we are on an uptick again. It's getting it's it's getting worse. It is getting it's worse. Been, it's been almost a year now and not only is is it not over but it's getting worse it's getting because worse. people are being stupid correct and listen we get that you guys want to see your family for christmas for hanukkah for thanksgiving for new year's whatever the holiday is that you are celebrating but please 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 if they are people that you don't see often skype with them portal with them Zoom meeting with them, whatever. Just don't come into contact with them because you don't know necessarily where people have been. And you can trust them wholeheartedly, but you don't know what other people who have been around them are doing. And that's really the biggest part of this is you don't, I don't trust other people. And it's not just that, it's (laughs) that you you don't know. You don't. Like I trust me and Sarah trusts me, but I go to work five days a week. Correct. I don't know if someone at work is sick. Correct. And no matter how careful I am, it's possible that I'm breathing in virions and now I've come home and gotten my entire family sick. Exactly. So just, just, just chill the F out. Exactly. And the important thing to remember is that, and I don't mean you guys, because you guys are awesome. <laughs> I mean the general you, like the population of the United States and the world as a whole, are the ones who effed this up. This whole thing Correct. could have been over in three weeks. Correct. We could have been fine for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and everything. Yep. It's the fact that people can't just go three weeks without spitting on one another <laughs> that we are still dealing with this pandemic. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Literally, if everyone just stays home for three weeks mm-hmm. and that's it, mm-hmm. then no new infection, no new infections will occur. Right. And only the people who are sick now will know they're sick and can stay until they're better. Correct. Transmission only occurs in that three week period. Yeah. So... Just chill the F out. This has been a year. One full year we're going on now. And just... Because remember, it's called COVID-19 because it started in 2019. 2019. I hear a lot of people talking about how like, oh, April and May and March. Like, no, no, no. That's just when it actually became a a known in the States. Right. It was happening in China in November of last year, right? I think was when it started. Yes. Yes. So exactly. And, and the, the disease was defined in 2019, Correct. in December of 2019. Correct. So we're now going on a whole year. A whole year. year. A whole year of a pandemic. people can't just not spit on each other. <clears throat> but again, if you want to see your family, you should continue wanting to see your family. And you shouldn't risk the health of them 
because you don't know then if you are ever going to see your family again. If you get one of them sick or they get you sick, you don't know where everybody yeah. is. Because let's not make this a rights issue. Like, well, the government is telling me that I don't have the right to see my family. No, F the government. Don't you love your family members? Don't you not want them to get sick? Correct. Exactly. You know, if, if, if you're our age, your parents are at the age group where they're at increased risk. I don't want to go get my dad sick. Correct. I don't want to go get my mom sick. Exactly. That's why I don't go to see them exactly. very often. This whole time, we've seen them maybe three or four times. And we, <laughs> you know, you go to work, obviously. We've talked about that. Um, but you wear a mask at work. You're very diligent about washing your hands, putting on hand sanitizer, staying away from a lot of people if you can. Um, I stay home. I, I go to school online. I do all of my stuff online. So I don't really have to worry about going out into the public. When I do go out into public, or if I'm seeing somebody that I haven't seen in a while, I literally will then quarantine myself for another couple of weeks after that to make sure that I now am not going to transmit it to somebody else that I may end up seeing later down the road. We, we live with my mom. So if she's sick, we're sick. If we're sick, she's sick. That's just how that's going to work because we live in the same household. We see Dan's family often enough that if one of them is sick, we're also sick. Like we're, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing where, um, we, we see each other enough, but when we don't see them and we see other people, again, I try to at least quarantine myself before seeing them again, because I don't want to worry about getting somebody sick because of my impatience. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's all this is, is impatience. You don't have to go out to eat to live. You can eat at home. Correct. You don't have to go out to see your friends to live. Let's calm down. Let's not pretend like this is, you have to do these things to live. And literally everything is delivered now. Right. You can get all of your food from the grocery store delivered. You can get alcohol delivered now if that's your yeah. thing. You can get restaurants delivered on multiple different apps. Yep. So Why the only reason you're going your out is because you're impatient. <laughs> yes. It's that's you. Yes. Let's not pretend for a minute that you have to do these things. Correct. Correct. You have to go to work. Yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Understood. Right. But that's about it. Yes. Exactly. You don't have to go to the diner because you haven't had good pancakes in six months. Correct. You will live. Correct. You know when you won't live? If you go out and get sick. Correct. Then you might not live. Exactly. So just be safe. Again, be safe, please. Social distance, wear your masks, wash your hands, put on hand sanitizer, don't spit on people, don't pull your mask down when you need to talk to somebody, you can hear them through a mask. Don't go to parties where there's like 30, 50, 100 people. Just use common sense. Use common sense and logic, please. And listen to science. Stay home. Be safe. That was a five minute tangent on COVID-19 safety precautions. Not long enough. <laughs> we could do a whole series on this. All right. So honestly, that's it. Um, and uh, we hope that you all are safe and we hope that you all have a wonderful week and we will see you or you'll hear us or whatever it is um, next week when we come back with a brand new Psyche Saturday and a brand new 
Blackbird. Thanks, guys. everyone i am nick and i'm russ and if you're looking for a podcast about current events that's well informed highly educated and safe to share with your whole family that's not us nope it's not but here at the nick and russ don't know anything podcast we have an opinion about everything and don't mind sharing it that we do new episodes every wednesday and saturday check us out at nickandrust.com and find us on apple spotify iHeartRadio, and many more including youtube thank you and i love you all Mwah.